Blog Talk Radio. Sisters in Spirit, affectionately called SIS, is a nurturing environment for women that inspires harmony in everyday living, shares resources that empower, offers information and support that nourishes the soul, balances our mental and physical well-being, and promotes inner peace and heightened spirituality. Our vision is a world in which women live consciously, harmoniously, and spiritually to impact in a positive manner our lives and the lives of those with whom we come in contact. Join us, sisters, as we live life with style, grace, and, of course, much joy. Welcome to our Sisters in Spirit broadcast for Thursday, January 28, 2010. This evening, we're in our sister circle, and our topic of discussion is Build Your Business. Let your entrepreneurial spirit soar. You're here with host Raisa. How are you this evening, Raisa? I'm doing great, great, Sky. How are you? Wonderful, and I'm Sky. We're here to talk about building your business, increasing your skill sets, and taking your desires to the next level. In response to the request of several of our sisters, we have developed this series to help each other stay on point. And with that, I'll let Raisa take over and go a little more into detail as to what we're going to discuss today. And we will invite our callers to call in, introduce your business, tell us what's going on with you, and tell us the resources that you need. At this point, Raisa will give us an additional format. As Sky said, welcome to our sister circle on entrepreneurial interests. We put together a series and at the request of several of the members, and we want to do this on a biweekly basis uh, at 8.30 p.m. after our regular show, and we'll have a segment on entrepreneurial interests, getting your business going, up and running, and if you've already got one, how to get it more successful. And so tonight we're going to cover some of the basic requirements of laying the foundation for success. So in our first session last week, we dealt with laying the spiritual foundation, asking the spirits for guidance or your personal guides, whatever that might mean to you, for some guidance, and then visualizing our business as being successful. And then the next step was to look at how it would help not just you, but would help the world, because in helping others, you ultimately help yourself. So in future sessions, we'll have the Small Business Administration on talking about business startups. We'll have business owners on talking about their experiences, and we'll also have different professionals on to help you um, in an accounting field, for example. We'll have a lawyer on to talk about business law, et cetera, and other areas of expertise to help you run your business smoothly. So in addition, each week you're going to have some homework to do to help you prepare for the next session um, as far as building up your business strategy. And and as we speak um, on each one of these sessions, we want to make it really interactive so that you'll be sharing your strategies as well, your lessons learned, as well as getting advice from experts and your sisters. So we're going to lay down the foundation for a successful basic 
requirements for a business today. And the first topic is know your business. Almost a million people start a business each year in the United States. And according to the Department of Commerce, almost 25% of those businesses go out of business within the first six months. And then another 25% go out of business within a year. And the final 25% don't last more than five years. So we want to give you the skill set, the expertise, so that you're not one of those businesses, one of those four out of five businesses that don't survive beyond the fifth year. And just to throw another statistic out there, Dun & Bradstreet did a study that said, okay, so what are the reasons for all these business failures? And for the most part, 98% or 98 out of every 100 business failures is because of some kind of inexperience or incompetence. So that's why the first area or basic requirement is know your business. Sky, you want to make any comments on that point? Yes, and uh, one, of, one of the things that I uh, think we should include, and, and we have that, uh, some people take it a little bit further down the line, but along with knowing your business, you need to know yourself. As one of your, as you stated, um, one of the statistics was um, for failures was um, not being competent, and that um, is when you take into account yourself, you know, your skill sets, your strengths as a person. You know, are you self-motivated? Are you innovative? Um, are you made of the right stuff? So, as well as knowing your business, you need to know yourself as well. And we'll get into that a little more. I think uh -huh. that's point number four, know yourself. And then the next step is to set specific goals. A lot of people get into a business because, okay, it's something that they'd like to do, but they don't ever say, okay, well, by 2012, I want to have expanded and have, you know, maybe three restaurants or um, setting specific goals to say by such and such a date, I'll have achieved X amount of success. So those goals should be something that are measurable and very specific. Um, I know someone once said, and I believe it was General Honore who said, hope is not a plan. So you cannot run a business by hoping that everything will run smoothly. You've got to have a plan. Exactly, and that's where your business plan, which is something that most people do not want to look at, comes into play. Because as we continue on with the next points, you will see how your business plan will help you think about all of these points and, and put everything into more or less a map that will help you go through each aspect of your business and help you better able to meet your goals. Right. So just saying making a lot of money, I want to make a lot of money, that is not a plan. The plan is very much more specific. It's laying it out in detail, step by step, exactly where you want to be at a certain time and how you plan to get there. So, it, it, and again, as we said earlier, you want to not only do things for yourself. Your bigger picture is to do things for the community. So you'd want to state exactly what you hope to do for your community as well. Mm -hmm. The key is describing it in detail. Visualizing in detail, in full color, setting your goals, being specific in full color, that is going to be a strong point 
and helping you get to where you want to go. And we did a session last week where we we did a meditation and actually went through the step of first step or level one. You're looking at where you are today with your business and looking at the problems and issues that you're currently having. And then the next step would be to look at it and ask for guidance. So you're asking guidance from your spiritual guides, your inner self, um, or your higher self. And getting that message clearly, hearing it from them, what you should do in meditation, and then as a third step, you take that information and you see it and project that out into the universe, see it clearly before you, uh, and so how you are successful in your business efforts and how your efforts are also helping other people. So you're helping yourself and helping others. As a third step, you want to make sure that you have and maintain a differential advantage. So what a differential advantage is, is a thing that distinguishes you from another business. So, you know, there could be multi-people selling what you sell, but there's got to be a reason for someone to say, well, I'm going to switch from what I buy from someone else to buy what you buy because something has to be better, right? So people don't change their way of doing things um, to get something that's just as good. And the better offering could simply be that I want to support my sister, so I'm going to buy it from her versus, you know, someone that you don't know. As our sisterhood with Sisters in Spirit, that's the type of thing that we want to do. And as a member of Sister in Spirit, we offer business discounts to each of our individual businesses. For example, um, if I also do gift baskets, and I'll use Sky's business, one of Sky's businesses as an example, I might offer a discount to other members of maybe 5% of what it would normally cost because she is one of my sisters in business, Sisters in Spirit. And this also goes back to the first two points, knowing your business, also knowing your business and knowing your competitor's business. You know, it goes back to setting specific goals and planning. Uh, As part of your planning, you'll know what your competitors are doing, so you'll know what is going to make your business stand out or your service stand out. If you are reinventing a, a, a product or service that's already in existence, then you know what is going to be your competitive edge. So those are some of the things that we need to keep in mind to maintain our differential advantage. It also goes along with your skill set, creativity. That's one of the important things that we as business people or striving business people have to have. So as you see, as we go through these points, you see how they're interrelated to each other to create the broad picture of your business success. Right, and you have to constantly be thinking of ways to improve, ways to get better. You can't just say, you know, I'm doing well right now and I'm at the head of my market or I'm the only one in my market and therefore there's nothing that I have to do. Continuous improvement is the way to stay ahead or, you know, offer better quality, better service. And the next point, um, I'll just go back to what Sky said earlier. Know yourself. Um, entrepreneurs are in business for themselves. You might be the one who is doing every aspect of the job initially. You'll have long hours. 
Um, and in those first few years, or, you know, unless you're very fortunate, you may not be profitable. So there's a lot to do, a lot um, to get through until you get to the point where your business is successful. So, therefore, it is ultimately and extremely important that you're passionate about what you're doing. And also, um, Raisa, to to know yourself in terms of, uh, yes, we have these ambitions, these business ambitions, we have these dreams, but before we start investing a lot of time and money into making these dreams come true, we really need to do some self-assessments and uh, really look at, you know, are we, you know, just really sit down and take some time to see, you know, if you are dedicated, you know, if you're going to be able to take the time that it takes to make this business work because generally they're not going to work uh, right off the bat. You know, what are some of your personality traits? Are you self-motivated? Are you a leader? Are you detail-oriented? Are you a good delegator? Are you imaginative, creative? Are you able to inspire others because you're going to be working with other people? You know, are you um, a good network networker? Uh, do you smooth well? Those are a lot of traits that business people uh, will need to have, and if you don't have those, then start taking the steps to develop them so that once you put your energy into your business, you know that you will be in it for the long haul. Okay, we have a question from one of our listeners. She asks, what do you think about online businesses that's on TV or prepackaged businesses. Um, and I'm guessing that's referring to kind of uh, pyramid-type businesses. Is is that the thought? Well, I can say this. The Internet is the avenue for business growth of the future. And if you're an American, let's say, the American economy is in a recession, it is. It has begun to come out of that recession. Money has started to flow. It hasn't reached the average person yet. But the United States is not expanding at the same rate as, let's say, Asia, China, Russia, the um, so-called BRIC countries, Brazil, Russia, India, China, are expanding. And so in order to hit that market, you're going to want to be online and be able to reach those people all over the world. That's where the emerging markets are and where the market is expanding. And um, I'm not sure if we clarified which avenue she was talking about, but I know that there are a lot of, um, like she said, packaged businesses where um, you're basically, um, you are the owner of the business, but everything has been done for you, so all you have to do is drive traffic if it's a web based business. All you have to do is drive traffic to your your website. Um, I've had some experience with that, um, like florist and uh, with the gift, um, gift retail gift business. And it depends on your drive for a lot of those businesses because um, the actual company that's setting up this package for you, they're going to get a sizable chunk of that money. So in order for you to really make money and be successful at that, you're going to have to do some uh, large volume business in order to get your cut of it. Um, I can't really speak to you know how, what your cuts are. I know in the florist industry and sometimes in the gift um, industry, it could be like 30%, um, maybe lower and very seldom higher. 
So you're going to be doing a lot of work, and you're going to have to drive a lot of volume to your particular business. I don't know what your circumstances is, but in in uh, the areas that I've seen, it entails a, a lot of work in terms of making sure you have the customer base and the volume in order for your percentage to be high enough for you to um, make it worth your while. So did, do you think that's a successful business venture? Does the effort outweigh the Oh, well, maybe, let me ask that a different way. If you don't have a lot of time, perhaps the amount of effort needed is not something you're able to give. Yeah, and I think that's going to be, depend on what the business really is. You know, if it's something that's basically going to sell itself and all you have to do is set up a website and, you know, it's going to naturally generate traffic, something that um, is in high demand, you may not have to put a lot of effort in it. But if it's a business where you're really going to have to generate traffic to it, then you will have to put the effort in there. And it depends on what the person wants from the business. If they just want some little income, you know, every now and then, they want the idea of saying that I own this business and I'm getting some income from it, it might work out. But not knowing what the specific business is that this person is talking about, I can't really speak to that fully. But just in general, it will depend on the type of business, uh, what you want out of the business, and, um, you know, it's um, it's demand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had entered into a real estate business where the idea was that the traffic would be there. Mm-hmm. When they sold it to me, that was what I was hearing. Mm-hmm. And the traffic really wasn't there. You had to go and look for those prospective right. properties and not just do that, but go and get the people to sell the properties too. Now, um, they do provide you with a list of names, but those lists are not people who are necessarily um, ready to buy. They're a list of people who potentially would buy. And the amount of effort that was needed to really make that a successful endeavor didn't make sense for me, who um, who already had a job for one and is heavily involved in the community. So it was no time for me to make that happen. So at the end of the day, that was money spent that that I didn't reap any benefit from. So you've got to look at all of those aspects. Mm -hmm. What's the time needed as well as is this something that I really can get passionate about and want to do? And that goes goes back to uh, proper planning, knowing your business, doing the type of research that you need to do. Right. And you've got to be honest with yourself. You know what your strengths and weaknesses are, which ones you can overcome, what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. And so that leads right into the next point, which is capitalize on your strengths. So, you know, if you're somebody who is really good with people, then you should be the one doing the marketing out there in the front, in the face of the customer, and doing the talking and pulling people in. You shouldn't be in the back room doing the accounting crunching numbers. You know, not that that's not something you may also need to do initially in your business because you wear a lot of hats when you're starting off as an entrepreneur oftentimes. But you just just make sure you're doing the things that you do well. Yes, um, that's a, a very strong point. And along with that is to be, as you said, Raisa, to be honest about uh, honest with yourself, and uh, that goes back to the self-assessment, hone your skills. If you know that there are areas that you have, like, some weaknesses in, um, just start preparing yourself as you're setting up your business or if you're in business 
continue to uh, prepare yourself. Uh, important skills that we need to have as um, business people are um, public speaking skills, you know, being able to stand up in front of people or in front of one person and talk about your business, being able to network, um, your social skills. Typically, businesses involve being around other people in different environments. That means um, you might have to go to receptions. You might be invited to dinner. You know, do you know how to smooth? Do you know how to walk into a room where you know you don't know anybody and start a conversation and feel comfortable? So developing, know what your strengths are, build and work with those, but also hone skills that you might, you know, be a little soft in or you might be a little weak in. So as your business progresses and grows, you'll grow with it and you'll be prepared. Right. So you want to overcome your weaknesses. Yes. Another step, so there's areas of expertise that you know you don't have. You want to pull in those people who do have that expertise. And sometimes it's as simple as uh, bartering. You don't have it, um, someone else has the expertise, you have something to offer that they would like as well. It's not always a monetary investment. We can go back to the old ways of doing business and use the barter system. I just want to take a moment to remind our listeners, if you're out there and you want to call in, the call-in number is 347-838-9886, and you're talking to Sisters in Spirit and we're talking we're in our sister circle today talking about building our businesses and letting our entrepreneurial spirit soar part of overcoming your weaknesses is learning as much as you can about your business that'll help you overcome your fears because with knowledge is power so the more you learn about your business and the more expertise that you get on it you'll be more confident the more you learn and the stronger that you get you'll get and, you know, initially you need to be patient. Be patient with the growth of the business. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with any partners that you may have. So one of the things that helps you to be patient is to have a clear and precise plan. You know, it may not go exactly the way that you planned for it to go initially, and so you'd go back and you'd modify the plan accordingly. And so that is where the need to have a business plan comes in again. Mm-hmm. And flexibility, that's an important word for a business person. Be flexible. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Because, again, you know, you're wearing many hats and you may end up doing some things that you thought that you, you never thought that you would be doing. And so that might, those might be areas where you need to overcome your weaknesses. Running a business is kind of like running a project, and so you need some management skills. You need time management. You need people management, budget management, all of those um, areas of expertise. And initially, it's probably going to be you, so you don't have to know a lot. You just have to know enough to um, ask the right questions. And so in overcoming your weaknesses, you would also want to develop a network as I said, and part of that is getting a mentor. And a mentor can even come from your competitor. Uh, any competitor that is sure and confident within themselves will answer questions for you and aid you in your growth. And a lot of times having comp- conversations with your competitors can help you both get ideas because sometimes you share the same problems. And as you discuss those problems, 
you come up with resolutions. Another point is think creatively about your business. You've got to think out of the box. So you're looking for solutions that other people may not have thought of the way that you're going to execute it. There's nothing new under the sun. We know that. But we do know that with a little creative thinking, you can express your offering differently. And that's what gives you what we talked about earlier, a differential advantage. Creativity is something that we, um, that we develop, and it's a matter of practice. It's a matter of constantly looking at your business, constantly doing research, and constantly um, planning so that you, your business, your service will be the one that's in demand. And it could be as simple as the level of customer service that you offer, how you think of customer service, and the level of customer service that you offer. So it's not necessarily thinking of um, this great idea, but it's, it's little things, and it's, it's a process. So that's something that we should always continue to think about. How can we improve our business? How can we make it better? And if you're going to develop and grow, those are things that you need to keep in mind. We have a caller on the line with her hand up. I'll call if you have a question, 7962. You are on the air. Okay, we'll come back to our caller. A further step that you want to do is take some action, and you want to take action now. Every day there's something that you can do to further your business. So you can just make a list. Okay, what is it that I can do to take that next step? It could be simply I'm going to call uh, five people every day and get my networking going, or I'm going to get my business cards printed up and hand them out to ten people a day. So you're going to sit down and quantify actions that you can take to further your business. And you don't really need a lot of money to get started with a business or to do that type of networking. There's one or maybe several companies online that will give you the first 500 business cards free just so you can get your message out there and, and help you get to the point where you can afford to purchase their business cards in the future. That's true. Uh, Consistency, taking steps, setting goals, as we talked about earlier, and taking those steps, everyday planning and and putting your plan into action, making your plan and working your plan, thinking about being creative, just consistency. And that's going to put you in a position where you can come up with new ideas, where you can take your business to the next level. Because without taking actions, you're, we're not going to get anywhere if we don't cons- constantly take action. Mm-hmm. And, Raisa, one of those companies is um, Vistaprint. I think they offer 250 free business cards. Right. Mm-hmm. And they'll offer you labels and several other things for a very low price. There is a caller, 1111, with their hand up. Are we ready to go to the phones again? Yeah, let's go to the phone. And if you can unmute the second caller, um, for some reason it's muted on the switchboard. Is it? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Um, caller one 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 one. You're on the line. Hello. Hi. Hello, sisters. Hi. How are you? Hi, sisters. Hi. How are you? Sister Great. Sky Thank you for joining Sarah us. Raisa. Who do we have on the line? This is Queen Sheba. CC. Queen Sheba. Thank you for calling in. How are you, sisters, doing tonight? We are wonderful. Thank you. Glad to have you join us. Well, thank you. I'm glad and honored to be uh, um, to be here tonight. Can you give us an elevator speech about your business and uh, if there are any resources or questions that you have regarding taking your business to the next level? Yes, sisters. I would like to say that I started uh, my business based around who I was as a person. I ha- I liked and loved many different things, had different many different hobbies. But one thing, uh, and a few things that you mentioned last week, it was about doing things just to be doing. And we've all done that for many years and still to a certain point are still doing that. But, you know, life is, is, um, is, is shorter than short in the sense of time, and we're all aging and evolving. And what I wanted to do was go into myself and find myself, and I was happy and very fortunate to be able to do that through the people in my family and the people that came into my life as I evolved. And as that happened, I went into a business based on who I was as a person, and it took me back into my root of, of who I was. And from that, I traveled, and I was lucky enough to travel many times to Africa. And that led me back into my spiritual self. And through that avenue, I created a business out of fashion, which not only helped me and my family, but it helped others in my family through my ancestral roots. And this is what I do in Africa as well as I do here in the States. And what's the name of your business? Uh, the name of my business is Queen Sheba Village. Um, the name came about from my own birth name and my daughters who helped me, um, who helped run my business, they came up with the word village because they said, Umi, Ma, you always in the village. Why don't you put it after your, after your name, the word village? So they come up with ideas to help me run my business, establish my business. They come up with the website. They research the website because it, was a, it has to be a photographic website because we do fashion. So they researched and helped me get involved with the technical point, part of things that I didn't know about. I'm not very computer savvy. So I um, would also suggest to sisters, women, if you can get your families also involved in your business to some degree to help you cut down on the expenses of trying to pay this person and paying that person because not only is, uh, you know, money is a, is a is one of the main problems that people have, but I think the, the, the biggest problem people have, we have, is fear. Uh, what you think mm-hmm. about, you bring about. And it doesn't happen overnight. No, it doesn't. It, it takes time and it takes work, but by the same token, you have to motivate yourself. You have to innovate yourself. You have to create yourself. You have to have confidence in yourself. You have to love who you are and what you're doing and not be do, be doing things out of just doing. Mm-hmm. And as you said, running a business puts you in the position to help others. 
You become a role model for young people, and, and you can become an income provider for your family or other members and provide employment for them as well. Absolutely. So the opportunities are totally unlimited in what you can do. You Absolutely. just have to take action and do it now. Procrastination will kill anything. A great idea, you know, is just a great idea unless you put forth the action. And Queen Sheba, that was a um, very strong testament to say that what your your business is really an extension of yourself. And if you look at people who have been extremely successful in their businesses, that's really part of their success is that their business has been a, an extension of their self, of what their morals and what their spiritual and um, mainly their spiritual um, self is, and they've extended that through their business venture. You know, they've manifested that in in the um, form of a business that's reaching out to people and reaching out to others. So that's um, a really strong statement and and probably one of the um, greatest um, steps to having uh, success in your business. Yes, um, you know, uh, yeah, I get questions all the time, and and how did I uh, start, and who helped me, and and, and trying to give people the uh, the available resources, and um, I know for a, f- a fact is a lot of it is fear, fear based in the how and the who and the what and all of this other type of go through, and that's normal too, but you have to um, you know start thinking different, doing doing different type of meditations, like you said, healing. Uh, Going into your gut of yourself and trying right. to find out who you are as a person. What are you supposed to be doing while you're here, while you're taking up space? You know, uh, dwelling back uh, into what we talked about and what we listened to on our last week's um, meditation uh, segment that you had. It was very wonderful. And I know I, I felt the vibes as I was going through the meditation and I heard it, and it was very helpful to me as I was going through it, and I do that very often because a lot of it is, is, is there. It starts there. It's this foundation of what you want to do. If you don't have that, then you're just running around in circles and, 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 and all these fears, and, 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 and it's the stop that gets you before you start because all of that is just, is just, is, is just a, a bit too much. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that, um, Queen Sheba. And we have the other caller. Let's see if we can bring them back on the line. Um, 7962. Yes, this is Candy Phillips, and I am the owner of Diversity Management Systems, and um, we also um, do another program, which is Open Doors Learning Center. So I've been in business for quite a few years, since 97, and, um, you know, I've been listening to everything that has been said so far, and I, I concur um with um the whole idea of starting a business and understanding um through the spirit i believe that's why i started my business um i think i was led to it it wasn't something that i sought i found myself in business mm-hmm. and i had to make a decision do i do i remain in business do i develop the skills um that are needed to remain in business and I was really a novice at this, and I had to start at 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 ground zero and work my way into a successful business. So 
here I am years later. I actually started my business as when I was working full-time as a professional. And um, an opportunity came about at that time for me to do consulting work. And so I was led to continue with this after, even though I was continue, continuing with the work, I was led to continue um, with the consulting business, at, even though I was working full time. So in terms of the development of a business, I think it's, real, it's critical that um, we have a, a, a strategic plan that includes um, specific goals, and as you spoke about the business plan, that has been very critical because that's the foundation of of the business, and it helps to have a sound business plan because this is how I was able to get finances to continue with the business. So um, working with that business plan is what I continue to do on an on a continuous basis and that helps me to identify and look at where I'm going. Um, and it gives me a plan of action so that I'm not, um, I'm more focused on what I'm doing. Um, so I just, I, I think it's a very important, I think that we get into business, some, we get into business for many different reasons. And as I said, I feel that I was spiritually led to go into business because of um, an opportunity, and I just used that opportunity to expound on um, developing a business and developing a business strategy, and also working with others has been a tremendous help for me. Others that are currently in business have helped me to um, learn about the business, uh, identify resources to help me um, as far as um, financial resources, and becoming um, part of the community and working with other types of entrepreneurial community organizations has been a tremendous help as well. So I just wanted to um, interject and give information about uh, my beginnings, and hopefully this information can help others. And for both you and uh, the sister Sheba, we wanted to give you both the opportunity to give the contact info on your business, how people can reach you, learn more about you, and uh, you utilize your service. So, Candy, we'll start with you. Okay. Um, I can be contacted through Diversity Management Systems. I'm located in Connecticut, and we provide diversity consulting as well as tutoring programs for children in the elementary school system through Open Doors Learning Center. And I can be contacted at 860-454-7962 or 860-306-8335. Okay, Sheba? Yes, um, I can be contacted through my website, org. There's a contact sheet on that um, webpage as well as 301-583-9155. The same contact on the web is my contact in Africa, Senegal, Senegal Medina Bay, and also right here in the States in Chevrolet, Maryland. 
Okay, so we've got an international entrepreneur with us tonight. And Sky, I know you have a business as well, outside of Sisters in Spirit. Do you want to talk about that for a moment or so? Um, yes, um, we. I um, currently own a business called Gifts by Design. It is a retail gift business, and we specialize in corporate gifting. And um, uh, the website is Gifts by Design. The number four, the letter U dot com. Gifts by Design for you dot com. And uh, we have gifts for all occasions, and we ha- offer custom. Uh, design gift baskets for all occasions, and we also specialize in um, corporate gifting, which is um, a very interesting aspect of the business that I'm leaning more towards at this particular point in time. So we've got about four minutes remaining. Um, I just would like to get each of you to give a quick piece of advice, advice to your sisters on starting up a business. And, Candy, we'll start with you. Uh, I would say focus, develop a business plan, and stick to your goals, have specific goals. Stick to that plan. Understand that you need to be dedicated and have self-motivated and detail-oriented. Okay. Sheba? Uh, my advice is to... Get involved with your spiritual self. Get involved with who you are as a person. What do you love as a passion? Who are you? What do you want to do with who you are? And let that speak volumes as well as on the material side of the mundane side of it. Yes, you need a a business plan. You do need that. You need to be self-determined, motivated, and you need to to believe in you. Agreed. Sky. I would just encourage everyone to, um, one, do research. If you are currently in business, uh, to continue to research and to study, to look at trends, to um, know your business, to become an expert in what you do, and to hone your skills. Um, whatever your weakness might be, brush up on it. You know, Go to the uh, web and look at the associations and the organizations that for people who do what you do, look at the national or organizations, look at the national associations because they have a wealth of knowledge for their constituencies. Develop your skills so that you will be prepared for any opportunity that comes your way. And one additional thing is to develop an elevator speech about your business so that no matter who you come in contact with or where you are, you can talk about your business in one 30 seconds or in 60 seconds, or in an hour, if you happen to have an hour, and use every opportunity that you have to promote and to talk about your business and to see how you can further your business as well as help someone else. And I'd like to leave you all with the thought that you have to have balance. So you've got left brain, right brain. You've got the intellectual part of it. You want to make sure that the spiritual focus is there as well, so you're doing the praying, you're doing the visualization, you're doing the meditation so that you're seeing the end of the journey and the universe will all that you are looking for. So remember to infuse harmony in everyday living in all that you do. This is Sisters in Spirit, and you've been listening to our entrepreneurial circle. 
our sister circle on starting a business and moving your business forward. And we'd like to thank everyone that um, came on. We'd like to thank um, Candy and Queen Sheba. And um, just remind you all that if you need to contact us, our email address is capital N, S-P-I-R-I-T, that's N spirit, at sisters-in-spirit.net. And we encourage you to um, email us and let us know what your business is and what type of resources you need that we can help provide through our Blog Talk radio show. Uh, within the upcoming weeks, we will have some resources, uh, guest speakers from the Small Business Association and other um, uh, professional organizations coming in to our sister circle to provide additional information for us. And you can look to us for next, top, next topics on our blog at www.fluidmagazine.com forward slash blog. You can go there and input as well. We look forward to hearing from you and to working with you future and enhancing your business. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Good night.